1: That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
3: Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller?
1: I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh,
3: you got fleeced. Next caller?
1: I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan.
4: That's not a bad deal.
1: It is not.
4: Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: Offers vary by device subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See ATT.com slash Samsung for details.
5: Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
3: Listening to Fox Sports Radio.
5: Boom! What up America, Doug Gottlieb show. Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting live from the tireack.com studios. Tire we will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tireack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, thank you to so many of you who listened last night. The draft show on Fox Sports Radio was a stunning success. Fox Sports Radio's 2023 draft coverage continues today throughout the weekend. Brought to you by Chalk, C-H-O-Q. CHOQ Chalk, the reigning champion for natural men's health. Level up your strength, energy, and focus at chalk.com. Use the code DRAFT for 35% off any subscription for life. CHOQ.com. Code is DRAFT. Uh, there's a lot to get to, right? The Texans maneuvering, the Eagles doing well, and taking Jalen Carter despite some red flags. Will Levis still sitting in the green room, although apparently he's not going to be in Kansas City tonight. Uh, Mark Dominic will join us upcoming. Plus, we have two huge West Coast NBA games. Kings traveled to San Francisco, take on the Dubs. And Memphis travels to L.A. They take on the Lakers. Those will be good ones. We got those. I think we're going to do those in the pod. Maybe we'll do this the gambler a little bit later on. It is interesting what they've done with the NFL draft, right? They've made it a really big shoe, really big show. And yet there was a certain kind of small time, small town feel to it. And I, I just, I can't help, but, but start by going, I don't have that in me. I just don't, I can't imagine standing out there for four hours to see thirty-one guys get their name called, and then the musical performance at the end was by a Beastie Boys cover band, which had a female lead singer. Outside of that, it was awesome. I just there are things that people do that they are sports fans, and I'm like, mm. and I like Jay Stu did it once covering the, covering it. I, I've done. NBA drafts probably 12 or 13 of them and even then I've sat there go like if I wasn't paid to be here it's pretty hard to imagine any scenario which I'm here and yet they do it and they'll move it somewhere next year and people will show it like 130,000 people will show up and this is not me killing the NFL no it's part of the genius to the NFL this is a no-name draft this is a nothing draft Next year to be different. You got Caleb Williams, who's a superstar, right? He's won a Heisman, might win another one. You know, he's competed for a national championship at two different schools. I'll probably compete for one at SC. Come up to next year, right? Um, you, you have a, a top-loaded, top-heavy draft where a, a couple guys have been stars for a couple years. Next year, but man, that was that was the most boring thing I've ever I, I've had on. I mean, I was sitting there. I had two screens up. It's not the humble brag. Most of you have two screen uh, availability. And Celtics Hawks was way, way better real live sporting than watching the NFL draft. That was That was tough. But there is the Will Levis thing, right? Where you're sitting there and the girlfriend got a ton of FaceTime. The mom who, mom's been working out, right? She got a ton of FaceTime as well. And he's just sitting there like, what do you do when you're on camera and everybody, everybody, you know, everybody's looking at you. And yet you're still not getting picked. You're still not getting picked. You're trying to keep your composure. You're trying to stay there. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? That's got to be pretty hard. And as much as you go, hey, man, have some perspective. You're going to get picked today. It'll be in the second round. You're you That means you're going to make the NFL plenty of second round pick. That's still that one's a gut shot. And it's interesting because this is in the same week that Aaron Rodgers got traded to the Jets, and we all wonder, why is Aaron Rodgers always have this kind of me-against-the-world thing? There's your answer. Because he was Will Levis before there was Will Levis. He was sitting there, and there was talks of him going number one overall to the San Francisco 49ers. His hometown team, the team he grew up and rooting for, and he ends up going 24th to the Green Bay Packers, who already had Brett Favre. And those 23 picks went by and every time there was a a camera focused on him. And while most of us could sit there and go like, man, that was a long time ago. You've proven to be way better than anybody could have thought. You've made, you know, you've made half a billion dollars. You got houses all over. You got MVPs. You got a Super Bowl ring. You're going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, let it go. Good luck getting Will Levis to let it go. So if we if you watched last night and you're like man how is this going to shape Will Levis's personality in the NFL? I'll give you one possible guy is Aaron Rodgers. Why is Aaron Rodgers such a jerk boy? Whether it's real or imagined, it's impossible to not listen to the media when they're like, bro, you you might go, where where are you going? Number one, number two, number three, agents telling you the same thing. Nobody's going to tell you like, hey, if you go to the green room, you're going to be sitting there for three, four hours. Nobody thinks of that scenario. When, when Will Levis got invited to Kansas city, do you think there was ever a scenario in his mind where he's like, Hey, I could not get drafted on the first day. no tell your girl, Hey, put on your best dress. I mean, you get, she probably had professional makeup artists done, right? Mom got, mom looked beautiful. Dad looked good. He looked good. They're all ready. They're all waiting. They're sitting there. And then they wait. There was no scenario. No one ever thinks of that. Part of it is that anytime we give any sort of negative feedback, when you're in the media, you're seen as a hater. And you set people up for failure, boy. That's got to be a hard day. Um, Dan Byer, what were when you're watching the draft last night? First thing, like, was it a good, entertaining show to you?
4: I uh, had the Seahawks with two first round picks. So it was entertaining in that aspect, knowing not only were they picking at five, but then what would they do at twenty? So personally, I felt that there was a lot of interest just in that aspect of it. To take a step back i can I can see where you are coming from in the essence of maybe there wasn't a lot of buzz. It's a difficult thing to pull off when you know you've got some of the lacking names that you you mentioned. Even Will Levis falling, I don't think, was enough to captivate of what is going on, because there wasn't like, well, will this team trade up for Levis? Does this team want Levis? It was basically just strings of, all right, they're not going to take him, they're not going to take him, they're not going to take him, they're not going to take him. All right, now we got to wait five picks for that. So, I can see why last night was a little bit more difficult than other NFL drafts. Personally, I was intrigued in the the uh, Seahawks fashion with their two first rounders.
5: Stu Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's uh, that's Dan Byer. What about you, Jay Stu? What did you think of last night?
6: Um, Let's see here. I I follow kind of the uh, the coverage of it and the um, the the entertainment stuff about it more than I did the actual draft picks. Is I don't know much about them. Um, I don't have a whole lot of rooting interest other than the Chargers getting a, a receiver that seems to be good. Um, the NFL Entertainment screwed up the, the pregame and the postgame uh, post, post-draft stuff. Uh, I'm not sure where they were going with that cover band. Them making it a local, uh, let's celebrate the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl um, thing—that was a strange angle to take. Um, the actual draft itself, yeah, that was not um, very exciting. And I, I watched Walter. I watched everything. And I think the one thing that that kept the Will Levis thing going was how much conviction uh, uh, Kuiper had in that. Like they just kept going back to him, being like, "What happened to your guy, Mel? What happened to your guy?" That's the one thing that kind of kept a, that part of it interesting. But um, the way it kind of looked and fe- looked and felt, yeah, I thought it was uh, seemed like a C to me. It w- wasn't a very entertaining show. I want to interrupt just for the fact of I watched the NFL Network's coverage,
4: mm-hmm. and it was I didn't oh. think it was as focused on Will Levis, Ooh. um, in like? his falling. You know, I mean they. I mean, when you have when you have Charles Davis and Daniel Jeremiah on on that, I mean, you know, they they know these guys top to bottom, back and forth, front and back, and and when you're you know breaking down those players, it is a lot of that, you know. And Jeremiah called the Texans trade up as well. But I didn't think that they focused as much on Will Levis falling as they were on what was happening with each specific pick.
5: So, in other words, ESPN covered the drama, and by your estimation, the NFL Network just covered the actual picks. Yeah, covered the draft. Yep.
6: And because I think uh, Mel Kuyper was so invested in that. like That was his thing. So that, that's that's the difference between the ESPN coverage and the NFL coverage. It was kind of built in drama because it, it was almost like they were saying, well, Kuyper is in the waiting room with Will Levis. That's that's kind of how they tied him to it.
5: Um, I thought Lewis Reddick. I thought there was a every everything was a little bit too positive. Right. Like it was it was like somebody told him, like, hey, man, you got to make everything a positive comment. It was a weird one.
6: I saw that too, and it was almost like he was the John Gruden because the John Gruden played that role. It was, this guy's a football player. You know, he, th- that's kind of where uh, what's his face went last night.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised because Lewis Riddick's, you know, MO is he, I, I'm the personnel guy, right? And I can tell you, you know, when you're doing personnel, you got to tell us pluses and minuses. No, nobody's just all pluses, otherwise, they wouldn't have gone 21 or 25 or whatever. And do would have gone number one overall. Then there has to be something that keeps you from wanting to take a guy. Did um, they
4: did they bring yeah. Ryan Clark on just to argue with someone? Did they?
5: <laughs> not, not that I saw. Not that I saw. And I would I will tell you that there was a good portion where I was I was focused on the other screen because Celtics Hawks was really really good until the Hawks like they actually at the the last in I don't know if you guys saw this the last time they're taking the ball in bounds game was pretty much over it was like six. But this is crazy, right? The line is seven. They're taking the ball in. It's six um, to their own basket. But they're on the side near the baseline. Trey Young threw the ball off of um, off of um, uh, what's his name? uh, I like my blanking played Oklahoma State uh, point guard uh, from the Celtics. Marcus Smart. Yeah, Marcus Smart threw it off him like three times in a row. Couldn't get it in bounds. So then they switched. They have somebody else take it in bounds. And he throws it off Al Horford. It was like four times in a row, they had the ball intentionally deflected out of bounds because they couldn't get the ball in bounds. And then finally, they turned the ball over. It was comedy of errors. But that's what led to the Celtics scoring one more bucket and taking it from six to eight and, not, and the, the Hawks not covering the spread.
4: Do we know the name of the Beastie Boys cover band?
6: No. I didn't get it. Do you have it? No. No.
4: I don't. It was I don't. It's so weird. It's got to be Brass Monkeys, right?
6: <laughs> that is, that's that's a good one.
5: That's perfect. Um, the sure shots.
6: Uh, sure shots. Yeah. Uh, During Beastie the pandemic, um, I watched the the Beastie Boys doc. I don't know if you guys saw that, but you know the the whole context around that song is that I do not. They did the they did that song and what's his face Russell Simmons the the uh, record label guy. Yeah. yeah. And Rick Rubin cashed in on that song and the beastie boys they signed this contract where they didn't get any of the residuals um and it it, so that's like a that song has a negative connotation for the beastie boys so they never played it live when they were all together i think there's two or two of the three left now but it it's such a cheesy song uh and it, it, it has such a negative uh backstory to it it was just awful that whole thing it was just awful
5: um, there's one from Chicago called She's Crafty. Is that what this one is? Hmm. That might be it. It's an all-female, all-female Beastie Boys tribute band. And, and I only mentioned it could be them because the lead singer, Amy Sumter, has, last night, had, like, dyed all white hair, and this chick has then, dyed hair as well. Then why aren't you the Beastie Girls, right? Um... I don't know. They go by She's
6: Crafty. Brass Monkeys has to win. They need to she's, change she's that.
5: She's Crafty. I don't know. I mean, yeah. um, I had no idea about that, but it was just bad. Like, you're the NFL. Why do you have a cover band? And it was, it was clearly a big thing, you know, where they had, uh, where they, they first they had Clark Hunt walk out with the trophy. He didn't really sell that, though. You know, they had the two trophies. You're like, wait, haven't they won a third championship? And then Clark Hunt later walks out with a third trophy.
6: Um, Speaking of selling it, the kid that gave away the draft, the Jets draft pick. Now, I want I want that hype man in my corner.
5: No question. No question. But that was a a, as far as all the NFL drafts I've seen. That was one of them. (laughs) That was that was one of them.
3: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. And even... Checkout's not until 4, so...
1: Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
5: Just for giggles, favorite uh, Beastie Boys song is, this is obviously Brass Monkey, is what,
6: Jay Stew? Oh wow! Um, calling all y'all! It's a what? What is it? A sabotage? I like sabotage. Yeah, yeah that's a cool yeah, sabotage. one. Sabotage. Uh, Dan Byer. Well, back in high school, about fifty percent
4: of every high school gym that I uh, warmed up in did have Sure Shot mm-hmm. on their uh, pregame shooter around list. Mm-hmm. So it's got a special place in my heart.
5: Uh, all right. So <laughs> what about what about you there, Ramos?
2: Mine would be Hey Ladies from Paul's Boutique. I like Boutique. Hey Ladies as well. Paul, yep.
5: Now, Paul's Boutique was, I think, their favorite album because it was- I love that uh, album. After the Rick Rubin thing, and, uh, I mean, the, not Rick Rubin. Um, uh, Russell Simmons, yeah. Russell Simmons thing, and they played their own instruments on that,
6: right? I liked. I like Hey Ladies. It was the, um, the sampling, I guess, was groundbreaking as well. And Paul's Boutique supposedly was not commercially successful- but has been just more and more appreciated over the years.
5: Yeah. Uh, I also like uh, what, So What You Want. I like to get So What You Want. Um, and then from Licensed to Ill, which is that original album, uh, there, was, there was a bunch, you know. Paul Revere is a great one. I just The storytelling element to it was great. Uh, Hold It Now is good as well. But And, and I agree with you, Byer. Sure Shot was, I think, my senior year in high school, 94, 95. And, uh, yeah, that was that was in many gym, many, many, many himnations, many. Uh, Ryan Leaf had an interesting take on Will Levis. Take a listen. Of a departure, okay? Do mm-hmm. it. Simply because I think Will Levis won the first round. Explain. He won it. He won it. By
3: going undrafted. Yes. How okay. come? He wore a top five pick. The word bust, if it doesn't work out, is something... I can relate to, and it sticks with you, and it can wear as an anchor for some time. Mm. Adversity like that, maybe humiliation like that, you grow from it, Mm. right? You learn how to deal with it in a positive and healthy way. Just like what it's going to be like to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, because you're going to fail. You are on the biggest stage possible. Mm. And when you don't have those unrealistic expectations, I think this is a huge thing for Will Levis. I think you can look at it as an entire positive
5: moving forward. Um, yeah, I I'm, I think so. But I also, the whole world is watching. You were sitting there. Uh, it's pretty obvious that you thought you were better than you were. And we've seen the PTSD from it from a guy like Aaron Rodgers. I would tell you that I think going, you know, there used to be a philosophy. You go at the end of the first round is better than early in the first round because you're playing with a better team. Now he's back there playing with the bad teams again. So... I don't it's, it's not it's, it's, it, know. It's definitely interesting, an interesting way to look at it. Uh, also, we'll get this for you in a second. There's some sound of Chris Ballard criticizing the criticism of prospects. Uh, I'll play that for you right now. This is Chris Ballard. Earlier today, his press conference where they're announcing, obviously, uh, uh, they have Anthony Richardson as their draft pick, but he said this about what he calls negative stories.
2: All the crap that comes out about these kids. It's crap. Like, it's bullshit. I'm sorry, but it's bullshit. Like people that leak these stories, these negative stories on kids, I just don't I don't agree with it. It's bullshit. These guys work their ass off to get where they need to be, and then all week you gotta read and stories and ask all and then they gotta answer questions on it. So anyway, not on Anthony, it's on some other kids in the draft that are good kids and I thought had to take a little bit of a beating that they shouldn't have had to take.
5: Chris, okay, so he has to be talking about C.J. Stroud in the S two test, right? Is there anything else, or maybe Jalen Carter? Are those the two two things? Is there oh. is there anything else that has been it could be seen as a negative story that's come out about players? No, I, I'm, and you're. I think are
4: you talking about the Jalen Carter character Jalen Car- thing? Yeah,
5: J- I say Chris Carter, Jalen Carter. No, Sorry. no, J- no. You did say
4: Jalen Carter, but you know. I think the car accident thing is different than the personality of Jalen Carter uh in a locker room. Remember that came out? Yeah, I think of it was it was McShay. Yeah. So, like when we're talking about Carter, like the, the his role in that accident is a legitimate reason why I even even though he was cleared why I would have reservations if I was a team.
5: Do you so, have you don't think it's a legitimate reason? In the background that Todd McShay shared, um,
4: I no, I th- I think that that is. I just don't think that you can compare the car accident with Jalen Carter to CJ Stroud's test score.
5: Oh no, I don't yeah. think there's. I don't think I'm. I'm not. Uh, and if you if I was comparing it in what I said, then then I I, I spoke. just wanted to clarify. Right, right, right. I, yeah. What, what i d- l- listen here. Here's my belief. Okay, this is a big boy world. I mean, Chris Ballard, like. Get over yourself. All these negative stories about these poor kids. Oh, my God. Get off, Get over yourself, dude. Get over yourself. I mean, obviously, the Texans knew about the C.J. Stroud thing and drafted him anyway. That is simply data. And it's all of these things. It's like I remember, um, uh, I'm trying to think who was it. What's the kid? He played at Pitt. And he was a big guy. Um, And he was drafted into the second round by the San Antonio Spurs. It was Dewan Blair. Do you guys remember Dewan Blair? Yes. And Dewan Blair was, I mean, honestly, now I I think if he got to the NBA and he dropped like 30 pounds now, he he would be an all-star. The problem was that he had no ACLs in either knee. Right. And um, look, he did make the NBA. He played some um, and he, he had a pretty good career. But ultimately, like your, your knees are an issue. He had two ACL surgeries in high school. And uh, the, the what was done in the surgery, which it historically has been done, it was done a lot more in football back in the 70s and 80s, where instead of repairing the damaged ligaments, um, they just didn't replace it. And you strengthen, you do strengthening, you strengthen all the rest of your knee. Right? Now, the ACL is needed because it's not just a stabilizer, but ultimately you're going to get arthritis in those knees because the, the, the anterior cruciate ligament goes through the middle of your knees and it keeps those bones from constantly banging against each other. And ultimately your knees wear down and it becomes almost debilitating later on in your career. But he was sitting there dropping and no one on TV. I was doing the radio at the time and I had the information. And we talked about it, I talked about it on Sports Center, but they were like unwilling to be like, oh, this is a negative story. Like there's a reason that the guy is sitting there. You know? And and a little bit of this is the Will Levis thing where it's like, all right, so why do why why did thirty two teams pass on Will Levis? You got to give us some background and detail because all of this stuff is, it's like, I talked to a GM about the S2 test. He's like, look, it's not a deciding factor. It doesn't make me have to or not have to take a guy, but if it factors into the decision and I have, and I watch the tape and I'm thinking he's not processing well. And I talk to him and I'm like, "Mm, something, something isn't hitting. And then I look at the S2 test. I'm like, yeah, or the Jalen Carter thing with the, with the how he's viewed in the locker room. I don't think it's as big a deal when you're a defensive player, like a defensive lineman. I don't think that's, it's not as big a deal as if you're a quarterback, but it is a deal. And then you factor in the car crash, and then you factor in other things you've heard. It's part of like, why are these guys drafted, not drafted? And if you don't want that level of research done on you, you know what you can do? Not play professional football. And maybe it's, you don't like, it's a, that the the publicity of it that you feel like this is private information. Um, but I, I kind of think that's guys jobs. I don't know. By, am I wrong here? That's it. It would, if you have that Bob McGinn is the guy who put the exact scores out there. Although the stores scores had been out there floating around in rumor only. Is that a wrong thing to do in your opinion? To put the scores out there. Yes, yeah, the s um, two scores.
4: Uh, I, I, I don't take as much offense to it um, as maybe Chris Ballard did.
5: Do you take offense to any of the Jalen Carter stuff? Not the car accident. Um.
4: No, no, I think that I, I'm I'm fine with all of that as well. The, uh, you know, th- this stuff gets out there, and y- you just have to think that. Teams know more than we do. And, and you know, it may not be fair to the player that maybe CJ Stroud gets singled out because of his poor score um, or Jalen Carter gets singled out. There could be other guys with bad attitudes in the locker room, but I'm not as worried about that. And I even think that it proved last night with the Texans taking Stroud second that these teams have an idea of what uh they want and no more than we do. So I'm not as bothered by it because I don't think it actually hinders their draft position. It may give us a different look at things, but I also think at some point we forget that CJ Stroud had whatever score for whatever if he turns out to be a capable capable quarterback for the Texans. It's
5: fair. You know, it's interesting. Um I uh it's like we had we had Quentin Johnson on was it two days ago, guys, or three days ago?
6: Uh, Wednesday, yeah.
5: Right, and um, you know the questions about him were man, he's got a lot of he, he dropped some easy ones, and he even addressed it. He even addressed it. Now I I understand. Buyers probably going to bring up their good point with no that this is football related. I agree, yeah, I agree. But it's it's all part of the the story, all part of the picture. Where you know culture matters, personality wise matters. I think the Jalen Carter thing in the locker room that that matters. Obviously, you know, like Philadelphia feels like, hey man, we're gonna. This guy may be tough to coach, but because we have these vets, he ain't gonna get away with that when he comes into our locker room. He'll, he'll be a different guy. You you know what does
4: bother me, Doug, mm. is I see I see everybody saying that the Eagles like were one of the winners last night because they got Jalen Carter at nine. Like it was the same thing when the Cowboys took Randy Gregory, and it was <laughs> look at the value. Well, there was a reason why Randy Gregory fell right you know so it's so it's kind of this mixed thing or it's it's backwards it's turned around we will criticize a player throughout the process but then when when he drops and a team takes him we're like whoa great value for the Cowboys and completely ignore great value for the Eagles completely ignore what has been a storyline for the last two or three months like there was no a question. reason you know that he fell and Randy Gregory did not work out. To the value, he's had moments in the National Football League for sure. But like there were reasons that he fell.
5: And as soon as the Cowboys take him, great, great value, great, great pick, no question, no question. And Randy Gregory, why did he fall? What was what, 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 what was the the drug the test, right? The mirror, right. yeah. And what's been his part of his the reason he hasn't achieved what he his body probably could have achieved in the NFL. Same thing. Right. Right. That's where Chris, that's where Chris Bauer is dead wrong. It's it's just dead wrong. You know, outside of details about, you know, something being super, super personal. um, There's there's a reason. There's a reason. And I I disagree. Like these negative stories that people spread, are they were they false? They're not made up. As long as they're true, you know, and not of the super personal variety, I, I can't say I have an, have, have an issue with it.
3: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
1: And even... Checkout's not
2: until 4, so...
1: Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
5: It's the Doug Gottlieb Show and Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to a game. This
3: is Game Time.
4: It's Game Time.
3: On the Doug Gottlieb Show.
5: Dan Beyer. uh, Game Time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. What do you got, Dan? Doug, the game
4: today is... Psychic. It is a Friday staple of the Doug Gottlieb Show. Unless we skip I Feel a Draft on Thursday, and then we would do that on Friday. But again, a mostly Friday staple. It is Psychic on Doug Gottlieb's show. And right now, Psychic, the first question posed to you. Will Will Levis be picked with the first pick of the second round in tonight's draft?
5: No. Mm. No, no I, I thought it was curious that he left town. Right. I give, he thought he was going to be the number one, the first pick of the second round. I would th- think he would stay, but he didn't. I'm just thinking that that's a no.
4: Yes, I think he should stay as well. The applause that he would have gotten, that's how you change the narrative. You stay there and you show up and you let the crowd applaud and give you... Uh, Give you your flowers is a phrase that is really starting to to uh, gain steam. I believe Will Levis should have stayed. Um, curious though, again ESPN saying the Steelers are uh, mulling offers right now on whether to move that pick.
6: All right, if, if I'm on ESPN, by the uh, way, yep. tonight, and I, you know, I'm a semi comedian. I would say, why did why did Will Levis leave us? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, <laughs> he should leave in Levi's. <laughs> so then, it's why did Levi's
6: leave us in Levi's? And what would he do with what would you do with the levy broke? <laughs> uh, he went.
5: Douglas, the- enough! I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, la- I'm laughing, and a part of his laughing. It's is that your laugh. Is, is that infectious, Ronald? <laughs> Oh man! Oh That's the wait, end. Wait, wait, why was what? why is game time over? I don't, I don't know. That's uh, just one question today for psychic. That's all the time. No, we've I've, I've got actually a p- as a psychic, I should know why. Well, I know why he pressed that button. Oh man!
4: I'm okay. also trying to figure out more Will Levis puns for us to use, but we'll move on. Very funny, psychic. Will the Texans trading and drafting of C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson be considered a success? Drafted Stroud, then moved up to get Anderson at number three overall.
5: I do think it'll be a success, uh, mostly because they've been horrific the last couple of years, right? Like the good thing about the Texans is you're starting seemingly at ground zero, and like let's not, let's be honest, that division still winnable. Yes. Tennessee is very much rebuild. Jacksonville doesn't, you know, they lost one of their tackles; the other one's suspended for uh, to start the season. You know, I think they Jacksonville has a lot of talent, but it's not like they're going to blow you away. Uh, Indy's going to start probably a rookie quarterback. Like th- they have a good team. I love D'Amico Ryan's, and I think the the only way is up for that football football franchise.
4: Kind of along those same lines, psychic. Will any team with a rookie quarterback make the playoffs next season? Texans, Panthers, and Colts drafted quarterbacks
5: on night one. Panthers. Ah, the cats out of the bag and into the playoffs. I like I think like I think Bryce Young's awesome. I just I think he's little and I don't know how that works long term. I don't know how it works within their offense, but I've also been told that Carolina has some pretty good dudes, pretty good talent, and that division stinks. Right? Who's isn't um, Who's the quarterback of Tampa? Isn't that uh Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield? Okay, who's the quarterback of the Saints? Derek Carr. Derek Carr, who I think is massively overrated. Um, and then... But I, I do think he's... Well, yeah, he's better than
4: Andy Dalton. Yeah, he's better than what they had.
5: He's better than Andy Dalton. Yeah, he's an upgrade. I mean, he's... Maybe Andy Dalton in his prime was better than... He just... He wasn't good this year. There's just no other way to put it. He was not good, and he didn't play well in the biggest of games. So I, I just, I think Derek Carr, there's like a sympathy vote, but there's a reason they kept going through coaches there. I mean, obviously the Gruden thing is out of his hands, out of his hands, but I'm not a huge Derek Carr guy. I think Carolina goes to the playoffs. All right,
4: Psychic. Well, general football fans start getting sick of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. This on the heels of what Jason was talking about. Obviously it's in Kansas City.
5: Yeah. But I felt I, I'm starting to, to yep. really get that sense. Yeah. You're like I like Mahomes. Like Mahomes seems like a good dude. I like Andy Reid, but like, Chiefs fans were obnoxious long before this. But the one thing you had on him was like, yeah, hey, win a playoff game, especially at home. Now they're winning, and they've they've gone from kind of being a sympathetic figure to kind of annoying.
4: Yeah, kind of annoying. Yeah, I think that they've they've arrived in that spot, and I actually think Mahomes has the least to do with it. You know, I think there's a lot of Travis Kelsey, just a lot of. Them.
5: Kelsey, Kelsey being over the top. I think. I think some of the coverage of it. Uh, I would say Mahomes' brother and sister-in-law. Yep. Even like like they're annoying. That um, and I, I
4: felt bad for Kelsey's mom last night because she was part of the worst skit that they put together on the st- stage. Did you? Did you see that when they had brought Dude Perfect out there? Yes. Oh, my God, that was horrible. yeah that <laughs> so it was so I, I I thought Jason was shaking his head that he didn't see it and then but maybe you were shaking your no, head. No because no no you awful.
6: reminded me i didn't I didn't know that those two were combined. I saw were, Dude Perfect with somebody, and I said that's horrible and
5: and it was all catch the NFL on youtube TV it was just it was an advertisement yes, and we used we used uh, uh Dude Perfect because they were they they made their whole careers. On YouTube. They flipped a coin on what... what... It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So what we did was we created a coin for you, which (laughs) is made out of some foam material. We're going to try it right now. Did anybody ever take their kids to that Dude Perfect Live show?
4: No. No. Nope. Nope. I mean, they like do a tour and stuff. They should have taken that coin and flew it across the crowd into a soda machine <laughs> and see if it landed in.
5: I'll uh, take a Pepsi, please. Did you see Jason pounding that beer? <laughs> did you notice the kind of beer he pounded? No. Go and look at the video. All
4: right. Uh, finally, psychic. Will Kevin Durant want to be traded from his lifetime contract with Nike? <laughs> and that's game time. <laughs>
6: That's
3: yes. game, huh? game yes. time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
5: My next chapter is with Reebok. Uh, unbelievable true story of how George Foreman went from winning an Olympic gold medal and being a heavyweight champion to retiring, then returning to the ring 10 years later. Big George Foreman is exclusively in theaters now. It's rated PG-13, and it's awesome. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Did the Eagles win as much as people think they won? And what about C.J. Stroud to the Texans? That's next.
2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my
5: seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like,
1: you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a like very all slow. The, all the options. In
0: spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so <laughs> slow.
1: Don't forget to listen to 20 questions on the deadline. Thank
0: you again, Alison. Thank you.
1: When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've lost count. Or, shoot that! Shoot that! And
2: even checkouts not until four, so
1: because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and four p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com/slash with Amex. Terms apply.
5: Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip: Stay at a graduate hotel.